you're tuned into the Omni Podcast, a platform for youth and associated agencies to share their voice without limits. Thanks for joining us on our first released episode of Season 1. Back in June, we spoke with Johnny about turning 18, adult responsibilities, football, the army, Black Lives Matter, leadership roles, and religion. It is June 11th, 2020, and we are here with Johnny on the uh, Omni Podcast. Welcome, Johnny. Hello, how's it going? Good, thanks. Johnny, you um, have just turned 18 years of age. I have. You just transitioned into adulthood. Finally. How does that feel? I got a lot more freedom. There's still restrictions, but there's some freedom, right? Mm. More responsibility. Yes, more responsibility. A lot more responsibility. There's still laws out there, but you definitely feel different eh, when, yeah. you, when you turn 18. Yeah, you feel like an adult a little bit more. Yeah. But you're still technically a kid. Accountability. Yeah, a lot more accountability. Yeah. So, yeah, you were in the Chima program, Soul Supports. Yep. I was your coordinator, but however, my role was more just paperwork stuff. Yeah. We only had youth workers. The fun stuff, right? The fun stuff, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't really get to know you too well, only sort of paperwork sort of stuff, but mm-hmm. um, which was very minimal. Yeah. Um, how do you feel transitioning out of support? Do you feel that it was a good leverage and a good way to uh, give you a bit of elevation into to adulthood? Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I got prepared a lot. Like uh, my, my worker, my youth worker, uh, Thomas, he really prepared me for the real world, uh, mm. gave me some advice about paying rent, saving money, making that a big priority. Yeah. So... I think going into adulthood already with some savings and an RSP account open and stuff, I think I think that's going to help me a lot in the future. Yeah. You kind of going not so vulnerable. Exactly, yeah. Kind of and, ahead of the game a little. Yeah, and like just the idea of like pain or end how Thomas made that so prominent to me. Yeah, it is. I mean, even as an adult, a mortgage or rent, it's a big priority, you know, to make sure that you got that one covered before anything else. Exactly, um, yeah. Separate accounts, savings yeah. accounts, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's good. It's good. Yeah, it taught me to be a lot more mature. Yeah, had yeah. to grow up, right? Yeah, yeah, and sometimes that comes just with time, and yeah. you need to experience certain things, and uh, you know, just go through life. And some people mature, especially women, yeah. girls, they mature a lot faster than men. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's good. What I can say is, I always found you to be very responsible for your age. Yeah, and uh, you know, that's probably why we had so little hours with you mm-hmm. um, via FSCD. Yeah. Granted, in the first place, because you were doing well, and and I think we all saw your potential. Yeah. And then you definitely uh, proved to yourself and us that you uh, were going to take the next step. Yeah, a little capable. Capable, yeah, 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 yeah. met you, you uh, told me about your leadership role within the church. Do you mm-hmm. want to sort of tell the viewers what that is, what that was, and yeah. how that will continue? Of course. Uh, so I had a role at a church called uh, Life Church. It's here in Edmonton. And basically, we had a youth group, and it was ran by our uh, youth pastor. And eventually, he left, and the youth group was handed down to another youth pastor. So she dealt with more of the religion side of it. And she let me and one of my buddies kind of just like run the game aspect of it. Right. She wanted more of like a young mind and someone who has a lot of energy. So me and my buddy were just like, 
it was perfect for us, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So uh, basically, I was told to have fun, give some good games, and just act like a leader and just show like the younger kids. Like it went all the way down to grade seven and all the way up to grade twelve, and just show like all the kids that like being a leader is cool and like volunteering at your church is cool and mm. you can really help a community out. By yeah, doing it. and I guess with such a, a range in age. Um, you'd have to give advice and sort of yeah a bit of, of direction and and order like yeah. create order and so that would that takes a bit of skill to do that to be in a leadership role in any position but to have uh, working with such a young age group I, I imagine that would have had its challenges no doubt but the the environment made it a bit easy for you you yeah. comfortable yeah a lot of support with it and there there have been times where some kids have came out to me and even just to like talk about like their family life and things going wrong and I could relate to them because mm. myself I was dealing with stuff yeah and I could relate to them and I think that's what showed them like I could be a good leader and not only a leader but a friend as well yeah and I think yeah there's there's more from someone who's been authentic mm-hmm. rather than just textbook uh, answers exactly and yeah if you, if you were kind of just sort of giving out the energy that yeah you know I don't have all the answers but this is how I deal with things or this is what worked for me exactly and some of them just like felt if they just went to the pastor they'd just get like an answer filled with just like religion 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 but I feel mm. like if they came to me it'd be filled with some religion but also some like aspects of like life and like my own experiences and how I can help them yeah 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 and I think there's value in that yeah 100% yeah so you're going to continue with that role or is that sort of done now for a uh, while or? yeah that that was paused because uh the coronavirus oh yeah but when it comes back up um i probably won't be in a youth role anymore i'll probably be in more of a just main leader role and stuff but cool. yeah i want to continue with that yeah yeah that's awesome thanks guys appreciate it the drinks have came in we have just had some uh some fresh beverages non-alcoholic fresh beverages I delivered to so. our table here Do you have a thirst you can't quite quench? Or do you have a mild case of cotton mouth? Well, you should try Fuzz. Fuzz is low in sugar, low calories, extremely high in taste. Be the first to quench that thirst. It's a beverage. It's refreshing. It's Fuzz. Cleanse the palate. They read my mind. I, was, I, was com- I came into this a little thirsty, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, that so. Helped. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Going to main leader role. A main leader role? Yeah. yeah. So what does that entail? A little bit more responsibility or? Uh, a little bit more responsibility. I think the role I had before wasn't just like a youth leader role. It was more in depth with me and my buddy like running the games. Mm. But I think I'm going to keep that role. But instead of being a youth leader, I'll just be a normal leader. Yeah. Yeah, which is a little bit more responsibility. You have to do a background check for it. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good, yeah. Uh, do you want to tell the folks, because what my position is and what we try to do is transition people into adulthood, but also make them think about what they want to do as a career. Yeah. Which is not something I knew at your age. I had no idea. I didn't get into this sort of work until I was 26, 27. Yeah. Um, and prior to that, I had really no idea. I was working at a bakery. Didn't care for the love of food. Like, didn't have that love, you know, that you see. Well, bread is amazing, though. Oh, I love bread. <laughs> but uh, I just didn't have that yeah, Jamie, you, Jamie Oliver passion. You didn't want to do it. Yeah, you didn't yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. bread. I was kind of half-assed in it. Like, <laughs> but I do love bread. Yeah. Carbs are great. 
They are. But they're evil. Um, <laughs> so you already told myself a long time ago when I first met you actually what your career path was. And yeah. it sounds like uh, you've kind of set up the stage for that to actually take place. You want to tell the viewers what you got going on regarding your career? Yeah, so um, I've decided that I was going to join the Canadian Armed Forces in the military. Um, I've been doing my training and I have my medical coming up in a couple of weeks now. So uh, basically I want to join the military for five years and then after that five years I want to apply for the RCMP and join the RCMP and just live my life as a cop, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bit of a heavy week, heavy few weeks for the police at the moment, isn't it? In yeah, it's, it's pretty tough right now, but you mm. know what? That's 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 this world we live in, right? It is. It is it's crazy recently. Twenty twenty has been crazy. Yeah, it has been a crazy year for yeah. sure with uh, your COVID and, and the Black Lives Matter movement with that yeah. that uh, terrible incident down there in the states with George Floyd with the police officer on his neck. Yeah. Me knowing you, it's good to know that well, there'll be another positive young man with respect going into the forces. So. Yeah. And I hope you know. Hopefully, we can see some positive changes on how they let people in and and have some sort of criteria. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like maybe a bigger background more accountability. Check. Yeah, for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So you said you had to do some courses. I'm uh, not sorry, courses. You had to do some um, training. Training, and you had to pass some tests. So was that like physical, mental, and uh, what um, was that? Yeah. So there's two tests. We have the aptitude test, which is basically the physical test to see if you're physically capable of joining the forces and then after that you have the medical test that's what i'm waiting to do so if you pass your medical test so good vision you're healthy you don't have coronavirus all this uh they'll set you up with the interview and then at the interview is basically the last step you interview they'll offer you a contract sign a contract and then you're off to training basically right. basic training yeah and when someone thinks about a test that the military might have set up for you to join, mm-hmm. I think of like the typical army movie where, you know, it's like drill sergeant in your face. <laughs> you have to run 10 kilometers within a you know, certain time, they, yeah. a thousand push-ups, all that crap. Is that is that the case? It's not the case. It's actually a lot easier than that. It's just a lot of like running back and forth, carrying sandbags and just heavy lifting, but it's nothing like that. That's more of like... It comes later. <laughs> yeah, that comes later. Not Not really in Canada. It's more in America that they have like the marines yelling in your face and stuff here right. in canada if you do your stuff right they're treat you with respect yeah okay oh, that's good yeah so the average person just for anyone listening who is potentially looking you know or a little bit lost with the career path you don't need to be uh the strongest man or the fittest man in the world you just oh, need to definitely not um when at my training there was a 65 year old woman doing the training and she passed yeah. so if she can pass i'm guaranteed a lot of people Mm, there you go. Yeah, it's not it's not too difficult. Mm. So you will enter the reserves if you pass all the other stuff and COVID's over and all that business. You'll go into the reserves. Yeah, I'm not going uh, full time. I'm only going part time. Part time. Yeah. So what does that entail? What what is the reserves to someone who's? Uh, basically the reserves. You are still an active member in the Canadian Armed Forces, but there are less hours. Uh, training, like basic training, is less. You don't have to go all the way to Quebec for it. Um, you get paid a little less, but it's just the amount of money that I need. Right. And basically, you can't be deployed. They have to ask you for permission. So they'll offer you, they'll be like, hey, you want to become a full-time soldier? And we can send you to, like, Afghanistan or something. And you can either accept or decline. You don't have to go. You won't lose your job if you say no. Nothing. Okay. So, so what's the purpose of the reserves? Um, basically, if, if they can't use you in times of need. Uh, if there was, like, a big war... 
they basically just a lot of people would go a lot yeah. of pe- a lot of people in the reserves would go and fight the war to like protect their country and they probably got some sort of speech set up where it's like okay yeah we don't have time like to oath. train people they probably you guys are oath. you guys are the best we have we need you right now yeah mm. and how do you feel about fighting for your country if you were called upon i think it's a very noble cause like growing up um remembrance day was always something caught my eye and i mm. was always grateful for the people who uh, fought in the war mm. so i always think it's a noble thing to do yeah i agree Mm-hmm. However, I think sometimes these days money and politics, mm-hmm. sometimes oil is involved and I think we go exactly. into countries and murder people for the mm-hmm. wrong reasons. I think if we were invaded or something like that, then, know, then I'd be happy to fight yeah, myself. Yeah, to protect my country. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. protect. But that's that's the same thing. Like if I'm in the reserves and they offer me to go fight overseas and I look into it and it's something I don't support, yeah. then I'm not going to go. Yeah, but it's, yeah. if it's something I do support, I'll gladly go and help. Right, out. yeah, yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I think most people, well, hopefully most people enter it and they judge it based on their own moral code. Of, yeah, of and not just right. to go and like kill someone. Yeah, for gain of income or maybe money or, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of bully in other countries and yeah. cause... Yeah, God knows what damage in that country. Yeah, okay. I think just for me, seeing you have this goal and then follow through, and now you're in the final steps of actually entering, that's uh, it's yeah. inspiring. Yeah. I think uh, for a lot of youth that will be listening to this, you know, that's it's a good message. Yeah. Regardless of you know whatever career path they choose, you know. Oh if yeah, you're just kind look of, into it. And if you're really like passionate about it and you want to do it, look into it. You can apply a lot online. Mm-hmm. Just go online and just like pull the trigger and just apply yeah because if it's something you really want to do then you can do it yeah. they're always looking for people like military anything so before we started you mentioned that you've been helping some buddies out with some engineering with music uh, you yeah. want to tell us a little bit about that yeah uh so i have a, a close buddy he's actually he runs the youth group with me basically like the games and stuff um He's a music producer and he sells beats to local artists in Edmonton and they make music and then they send it back and then I mix them and then we release the music. Cool. Yeah. And how did you get into mixing? Like what, what gave you the idea to, you just like the idea of mi- I've always liked music. Sound? Yeah. yeah, I've always liked music and I've always been intrigued by like, like DJ sets and all that. So when hmm. I finally like went to like the studio at the library and sat down and started mixing, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. So I just kept going yeah. back. And for people listening, a lot of people don't know about what the library's offering now. Yeah. Do you want to you want to give that a bit of a plug? Uh, yeah. So uh, libraries throughout Edmonton, the ones I know, um, the White Mud Library by Southgate, they have a small little music studio where if you have a library card, you can uh, go in, uh, rent the studio for two hours. They have an iMac computer, mics, headphones. They have like electric guitars you can use. And you can just rent it out for two hours, make music, and it's free, completely no money. They also have one at the downtown library. It's a little bigger. They have a drum set in it. Yeah, so it's, it's and when you say renting, it's just booking a time, really. Yeah, it's just booking a time. And it's pretty f- much. Completely free. Yeah, completely yeah. free. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really good for, you yeah. know, people who don't have money or just youth that have put hours and hours in of, of we've had youth come through our company, through our services that have, you know, just books and books of poems and, and exactly. lyrics and stuff. It's like, yeah. here's your opportunity. Like, there's no excuse now anymore, you know? Yeah, just go in, just even just sit down and just play with the music, right? Mm. Get familiar with the equipment. Yeah, and the people there can help you out a lot. Like, if you don't know how to use anything or get it started, you can just ask someone and they can come in and show you. Mm. 
obviously COVID has been quite disruptive. Unfortunately, um, yes. You're in grade 12, yeah? And you got a couple more classes to finish just with getting your diploma? Yeah. Uh, I didn't end up finishing uh, grade 12 because of COVID, but I have plans to go back yeah, and finish it, yeah. Get a couple in. Also, you were Johnny Football. You were the quarterback. Yeah, I was. You got to play at Commonwealth Stadium. How was that as an inspiring you know, young man oh. who's a football fan, no doubt? Yeah, uh, playing at Commonwealth was really fun, especially um, being the starting quarterback. You just lead your team out on the field, and yeah. it's a whole experience. Too bad we lost, but well, it yeah, happens, right? That happens. Yeah. You know, not many people can say they actually got to play the final exactly. at uh, Commonwealth Stadium. Yeah, it was a fun experience. So you were the quarterback, so again, another leadership role. Yeah. It seems to be a theme here, so you're quite comfortable going into roles where you... Yeah, I don't really feel pressure. Yeah. Like, if, like, at the final in Commonwealth Stadium, like, everyone was like, I'm so nervous. I'm just there, just, like, laughing, like, mm. throwing a football in the air and catching it and just, just ready to go play some football, right? I just looked at it like a normal game in the backyard. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing, like, summer camps, leadership stuff? Uh, yeah. Um, so the backup quarterback, I actually... Um, came up to me and said, hey, like, you're actually pretty good. Like, we don't have a quarterback next year. I'm going to be the starter. Um, do you think you can train me in the summer? And I was like, yeah, of course, man. Like, I'll train you no problem. So I think this summer oh, I'm cool. going to be training him. Yeah, get him ready for next year. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. sweet. That's good. Oh, yeah, so another uh, achievement. You were employed in the last six months? I was employed. Was Is that your first paid position? It is, yeah. It was my first job I've ever had. And by all reports, you had no problem getting there on time, doing your job. Uh, no, I think I was late one time, and that was on my first day. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I had to be late on the first day. You got it. It's, it's your first job. Exactly. <laughs> and you like that job? You still work there? Uh, it's, it's not my it's not my favorite thing, but it's it's a job right now, right? Yeah. yeah. It's hard to find a job right now because of COVID, but right yeah. now I do. COVID, yes. How did that affect you? I found COVID to be a good time to reflect and sort of review things, mm -hmm. step back, have some quiet time. I think the world kind of not needed COVID. I think it's it's obviously a devastating yeah. uh, thing that's happening. However, needed a self reflection is always a good time. Exactly. Yeah, you see all the problems coming out finally, like into the light mm. and being addressed. And right now is a perfect time to address them because everyone has a time to vouch for them. Yeah, but I think it's. It wasn't slowed down for me though, because I jumped from like 14 hours a week to like 40 hours a week at work. Oh, so. your your hours increased. Yeah, they increased a lot. Wow. Yeah, because I was in school, right? So they just jacked me up with hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Do you have a five-year plan? A five-year plan? Yeah. Uh, just be in the military, make money, eventually uh, move out to my own house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, get a dog. Get a I dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. Get a car. Get a car, yeah. Yeah. So you have your, you were working on your L's, weren't you? Your learners? Yeah, I need to get my learners still, but thinking about it getting soon. Yeah. Yeah. I heard actually the other day, uh, they had the book for like twenty three bucks. Yeah. Or you can do it online. I, I guess. do it online. You do, yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. What kind of vehicle you want to get? I want to get a truck. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just a basic Albertan, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big truck, get it lifted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not getting lifted. <laughs> You're not getting lifted. No. <laughs> yeah. Just getting a normal truck. Well, some of these potholes around here, I'm considering getting a truck as well. <laughs> It's, yeah. uh, it's a rough go. They're crazy. Models. Like, the winters are bad, and then just expands and cracks. Yeah. It's just a whole mess. So if anyone who works at Edmonton works for the city, they... Everyone donate some cars. <laughs> donate some cement in your holes there. Get it done. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't have to buy a new car. 
exactly. fix the roads. <laughs> fix the roads. Go buy my Lamborghini. Yeah. I won't have to worry. Yeah. Exactly. How do you deal with winter? Uh, I stay inside a lot. Yeah. I don't leave the house. Well, that's what I was thinking when COVID hit. It's like up here in Edmonton in Canada. If only COVID hit in the winter, everyone would stay home. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like we have COVID seven months of the year anyway. Yeah, that's true. We're kind of indoors. Quarantine all the time. We're always quarantined. Yeah. Because the flu's happening. Flu's happen. It's yeah. dangerous outside. Yeah. You might perish. Minus 40. Exactly. Yep. You might just freeze on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never know. And I hear, being Australian, I'm still learning. I hear it's a good idea to have a spare change of clothes in the back of uh, your car there in a, in a bag of some sort yeah. if you ever, uh, your car breaks down. Yeah, and minus 30 is not cold. Minus 30 is not cold? No. Minus 50 is cold. Minus 50, yeah. Yeah. But it's still a little warm. <laughs> still a little warm outside of it's minus 50. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Also with COVID, we've had now the Black Lives Matter movement yeah. taking full force, which mm -hmm. I believe is a great thing. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you th hope for the future? Uh, I hope that like we can all just like finally realize that it doesn't matter like what our skin looks like. We all bleed red, right? We all have like the same organs and stuff. Like we're all human, right? Yeah. And me being a white male, like I think once white people like acknowledge that we do have privilege we can use it not for negative things but positive things mm. and to like share the share the privilege and just like squash privilege in general i think it's stupid yeah exactly and i think sometimes i think now people are just putting the other lens on a little bit yeah uh there's there's been more support a lot more yeah with white people with with this current movement mm -hmm. in this time frame um, than ever before. Exactly. Hopefully, you know, people putting the shoe on the other foot, even even though we have no idea because we don't experience it daily. Yeah. Some of the racial challenges people of color experience. But yeah, I think you're right. I think. I think in the near future, racism is going to be very little. Because mm. even like my generation, like we look at racism as such a bad thing. Yeah. Because growing up, we were told it was a bad thing. Mm. But like, if you go two, three generations back, racism was completely normal. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, yeah, and not being a norm anymore. Maybe 20, 30 years down the line, it won't even be a thing. Won't even be thought of. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yep. And I think you know messages. That's you know people just being relentless, just pushing it, and yeah. just not standing for any more police brutality. Exactly. Any racism. Mm -hmm. People calling it out, no matter yeah. what your color is. Yeah. I think on that note, it's been a pleasure, Johnny. Yeah. Um, as your coordinator, seeing you flourish and and achieve your goals it's inspiring it keeps me humble and interested in this line of work making uh not that i really had any, any influence you were pretty much uh you had this sort of down i think you were always going to do well i was very accepting yeah of the process yeah exactly trust the process shout out six <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it's been a pleasure sir yeah thank you for doing the uh, podcast yeah it was a pleasure yeah cheers Thanks for joining us on the first episode of the Omni Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at the Omni Podcast and on Facebook at Omni Podcast YAG to stay updated on future transmissions. Goodbye. <laughs>